So it's now less than a month before Christmas. Now, I know as I say that, there are some of us here who the thought of Christmas being less than a month away is a thing of excitement and hope, um, thinking about the people that they'll meet and the presents that they'll get and all that. Whereas there are others of us who the thought that Christmas is less than a month away uh, fills us with panic and anxiety um, about those very same realities, about the people we'll meet, um, about the presents we've got to get, and everything else. And it occurred to me, um, thinking about the fact, so our readings today are focusing us on the second coming of Jesus Christ, that it can be in a sense, the same as the way Christmas can make some people worry and some people excited, well, the second coming of Jesus can do the same. That I have um, one friend in particular who is always full of a kind of a sense of excitement about the second coming. He's frequently, when I talk to him, will tell me about the latest thing he's read on the internet, about some vision somebody had or some dream and how it's indicating that the second coming is going to be very soon and that this latest natural disaster indicates it and whatever else. And for people for whom the second coming is a thing of excitement, a thing of good news, it's because they recognize that the Lord Jesus coming is going to be the time when everything is put right. But for others of us, to mention the end of time is something of a conversation killer. For the others of us, to mention the end of time is to mention the fact that it would seem everything I'm presently enjoying will stop. That I'll never find out who would have won Strictly Come Dancing. Um, the season ends tonight. And worse, such people will think about all the bad things that Jesus prophesied would come at the same time as the second coming. We heard some of those mentioned in that passage from the gospel. On earth, nations in agony, bewildered by the clamor of the oceans and its waves. Men dying of fear as they await what menaces the world. It's all going to be so difficult that the Lord says that we need to pray in order to have the strength to survive. And then in addition, those for whom the thought of the second coming is a bad thing, well, there's the question, am I ready? That Jesus warns us again and again that we must stay awake, that we must be ready. Well, what if I'm not ready and he's coming today? So which approach is right? Should the second coming of Jesus be something that fills me with hope or fills me with fear? Well, I think something of both of them. But fundamentally, hope. That the church, every year, starts our Advent preparation by reminding us of the promise of the second coming of Jesus in order to give us hope, not in order to frighten us that it's something he has promised will happen more than something that he's threatened. But it can only be something we hope for, it can only be something that is good news if we have our hearts 
rooted in the right thing. So as I said, the thought of Christmas coming can fill us with fear or with excitement and hope. Well, if the second coming is going to give us hope, well, I as a Christian, I need to be looking to Christ if his coming is a thing of hope. I, as a Christian, am named after Christ, Christian. As a Christian, I follow him. As a Christian, I should recognize that all that is wrong with the world around me and all that is wrong with my own life is precisely in as much as it is estranged from him. And so to have him come, to have him promise to come, is something I should yearn for. So that I should want him to come at the end of time to vanquish suffering and evil. I should want him to come at Christmas to bring peace to me now in my troubled relationships, in my worries, in my loneliness, in all of my problems. And I should want him to come to me in this very mass, come to me to bring me a taste of that same reality of everything his presence can bring by coming to me now today. So let's take a moment to ask ourselves whether the coming of the Lord fills us with fear or with hope. And let's seek to deepen and purify our hope by recalling that there's nothing I experience now Nothing that I might fear to lose that is even half as great as what, as Scripture says, God has ready for those who love him.